Let's get down to business. Thanks for coming out tonight. I wrote me a manual, a step by step booklet for you to get. Oh, I make money moves. What up, what up, what up, what's happening everybody? Welcome to the very first edition of the Massive Joe's show, Big Nevos. What up? Our very first podcast, man. Well, we've been doing videos on the Weekly Word for what, three years now? Oh, mate, we've been doing videos on YouTube for like eight years. I don't know if you're going to like this because you can't actually see yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's a, well, I can see you though. We might have to set up. We might have to set up some mirrors just so we can feel like we're on camera at the moment. But a new uh, a new platform for us, as Neve said, we uh, as you guys would know, we do a lot of videos, a lot of uh, written content, a lot of uh, all sorts of content. But we've never actually done a dedicated audio piece before. Okay, it started because we do weekly word, and obviously yeah. anyone that word watches weekly word knows we do ask Neve. Yes, and all the questions are too short to yeah. fit into a, a segment of that of that length so we thought we'll think of some topical questions yep. and there's a lot of things that we always have to cut short because we could just keep expanding on for for 20 30 minutes forever yeah so we thought we'll stuff it we'll start a podcast we'll go into depth on a few topics and yep. if anybody wants to hear of any topics or wants us to elaborate on any topics or our thoughts on topics absolutely let us know and we'll uh, we'll cover it so this podcast we're, we're going to uh do do something a little bit a little bit cool with with this uh this massive joe's show as we're calling it where Focusing on on fitness times business, mm. fitness multiplied by business. So what we're planning on doing with this podcast, and and as it kind of evolves, you know, we may we may change and evolve as we kind of go through. But we're going to start off with uh, with the massive Joe's show, fitness times business, and we're going to take uh, a fitness topic and a business topic per podcast mm-hmm. and go balls deep mm-hmm. in both yep. so you know if you follow us for, for for fitness reasons and for fitness information and inspiration and education we got you covered if you follow us for business uh, information and inspiration and education we got you covered as well mm-hmm. so we're going to kick off this first episode we thought it cool to, to kick off this first podcast with uh, with our, our number one piece of fitness advice and then our number one piece of business business advice with regards to growing social media so we've had a lot of questions you know both of us recently you know coming off the the Arnold Sports Festival and then myself coming off the Crush It Tour um, you know these both of these topics have come up a lot but you know in particular I mean I always get asked like what's your one piece of biggest piece of fitness advice Mm. And then, you know, uh, recently we've both been asked, you know, how do you guys grow, you know, from a business perspective, what are the, the tips and tricks to, to growing your, your social media footprint or your digital footprint in general? And also and also individual, uh, your individual social media. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of people yeah. who are upcoming yeah. want to be sponsored. I mean, that's, that's let's be honest, that's the main thing when, when people are looking for a sponsorship these days yeah. is, is, is you're, looking, you're looking at their social media profile. What can you bring to our business? Yeah. And obviously, what can we give you in return? Yeah. But what kind of business can you attract to us through, through social media? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's dive straight in, Big Neve. We're going to start with fitness, and then we're going to move into business. So fitness advice, your one piece, your biggest piece of fitness advice, what would it be, man? It's, it's kind of hard to to break it down into one thing, but probably the main thing that I get asked a lot, and it frustrates me yeah. personally, yeah. just is the questions I get given or get asked, and it's just, mate, you're just overthinking it. Is people just overthink 
way too deeply on topics of fitness analysis paralysis exactly is what i like to call it exactly yeah the, the thing is 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 it's stuff like what's the best upper chest workout yeah. what's the best upper chest exercise yeah. what's better barbell bench or dumbbell bench what's the best exercise to work the inner part of the pecs yeah like, just stuff like that <laughs> i got that one last yeah. night and people are just just overthinking way yeah. too much yeah um there's a reason and, and you look back to I mean you look back to the bodybuilding of the 1970s of, of Arnie um, pumping iron they're doing the bare essentials yeah they're doing the bare minimum and it worked for them yeah there, there's no there's no secret of, of this exercise here of of oh no psst, nobody's told you but all the top IFBB pros are doing incline dumbbell flyers <laughs> and that's that's the reason for their <laughs> tremendous chest there's, yeah, yeah. there's no special exercise that's working it's consistency day in day out yeah rest recovery yeah. training intensity yeah. it's the bare essentials that are that are um that are, that are doing it for them yeah not oh i went and had like a, a shit bicep workout last night should i train again tonight or should i rest it for another day um when i'm doing that pull down how do i retract my scapula yeah like there's so many questions i get asked on snapchat and yeah. i don't like trust me i don't mind asking getting asked questions and, yeah. and same as you you get asked a lot on snapchat and yeah. instagram and, yeah. and facebook messages i i and same as you probably get 10 15 messages a day about mm. supplements about training about diet mm. and i'm happy because i i didn't have anyone to ask when i was starting out i read it all in a book or whatever i read on and i did a lot of things wrong but by reading of what i read read in magazines or what i'd read in a forum on the internet mm. so i mean I, it's good if i had access to someone like yourself who's ifb pro man i'd be hitting him up every single day asking questions so mm-hmm. don't, don't think there's anything wrong with asking questions mm-hmm. but it's just people are just way too over analyzing situations where you just stick to the bare minimums um you, you know what exercises are your compound movements you know which exercises are, are going to work for you get your most bang for your buck but mm-hmm. there, there's no secret it's just just stick to the basics i want to say a couple of things on this point because we were discussing earlier today we were discussing uh we had joey swole mm. uh come down to the massive joe's mega booth for the island sports festival yeah. and you trained with joey a couple of times yep. and you mentioned to me you said you know joey has a fantastic you know amazing physique one of the best physiques probably on the planet i was oh that's what and that's the thing yeah. I, was, I was very very impressed with his physique i mean obviously yeah. you see someone <laughs> it was funny because I said this to you as well is that yeah. the Arnold Classic I didn't recognise half the dudes I follow on Instagram yeah because they didn't have the fucking filters they didn't have their fucking lighting they photoshop didn't, they didn't have the photoshop they didn't, <laughs> they didn't have the photoshop brother when, when you're walking around it's hard to get that perfect angle that's it man. <laughs> from, from all it. angles so. or get the get the perfect downlighting following you around exactly but the but thing you, is is when yeah. Joey came up and when Joey came up to the booth the whole thing is like fuck this dude is jacked yeah his traps are hanging his shoulders are fucking yeah. just he has and he, but, his, but his legs back it up as well though yeah he's got tremendous legs and the thing is is and that's what I was coming out and, and, and I thought when I saw him I'm like shit like if I'm going to be spending it because I've been chatting to him on WhatsApp and you've yeah. been chatting to him on WhatsApp yeah. as well yeah. And, yeah. and we've had a couple of Skypes with him and stuff and I thought well shit I, we've got access to him I'm going to just try and rack his brains to, to see what I can find out and how if he he's got any or, special training yeah. tips or tricks or yeah. and that's where we got talking is you were like you know the, the one thing that surprised me about Joey the workouts that you did with him mm. I didn't get to train with him you did mm. um, is you said he trains exactly the same way we train yeah <laughs> like it's basic man which, which is exactly right like we, there's we, no tips or tricks there's right? not and it, there's no there was no special rep ranges there was no special exercises i mean yeah. like so i hit a chest workout with him and i and if you if you see the video i'm not sure if we're actually going to release it as a video but yeah. i mean we started off with hammer strength hammer strength plate loaded incline press which yeah. is what you and i start with generally when we train together yeah we moved to a plate loaded flat 
press. Yeah. Move to a pec deck. Move yeah. to a um, move to a cable crossover. Yeah. Move to like a, another kind of variation of a of a chest press. Yeah. On a machine. I mean, to be honest, there was no free weights. Mm. There was no special rep ranges. It was a kind of a warm up y kind of set. Yeah. Three working sets. Yeah. Staying at the same weight the whole time. Yeah. So three to four working sets of, yep. of eight to twelve eight to ten reps. Mm. Um and then one final set where he dropped back the weight, probably half, and then got a few more reps out. So instead of doing twelve reps, we did fifteen, twenty reps and mm. and really focused on that form. Mm-hmm. I mean his form was perfect the whole time. Mm-hmm. But there was no special drop sets here and I'm gonna put this fucking this band around my arm to work on blood flow or yeah. I'm going to sit sideways on a hammer strength and isolate my inner pec. Yeah, I love that one. Which, yeah. which, yeah. And I've seen that yeah. popping up all the time lately. All the but, time. But, like, people are just – you've got an incline hammer strength chest press there. Yeah. You've got the function of it. But people are trying to just change things up way too much on it to try and hit a different portion of the chest or yeah. we'll do this to hit it from this angle and, and do this to, to squeeze around here and it's – and that's exactly what you're saying is don't overthink it mm. don't get analysis paralysis yeah. just stick to the basics the and thing, be consistent the thing with Joey is we, we did six exercises yeah. a warm up set three yeah. working sets with a drop set at the yeah. end and it was yeah. that was it yeah and I, I see this you know we've spoken a fair bit about training with regards to not overthinking but it happens with diet as well mm. man I see a lot of people you know jumping between keto and flexible dieting and if it fits your macros and intermittent fasting and like all these different dieting fads uh, bodybuilder keto you know all these different variations and shit and you know it always comes down to if you're trying to gain weight get into a caloric surplus with a, a sufficient macro split a good place to start is 40 40 20 mm. if you're trying to lose weight get into a caloric deficit with a sufficient macro split you might go a little bit higher in protein so maybe 50 protein 30 percent um carbs and 20 percent fat mm. and just be consistent with it i mean when you go and look at things um let's go with us here at massive joe's yeah. is, is josh boss yeah. josh yeah. was a massive advocator of uh keto yeah. last year yeah i was very much so on the uh, intermittent fasting yes um bandwagon yeah um both of those we were trying to achieve fat loss yes why do you think josh boss josh's keto worked because he was in a low carbohydrate diet of course he wasn't he wasn't in fucking keto no, oh, he, he, he barely, and we had we because we had a little fucking keto yeah. meter that we were yeah. testing his blood. He got into keto in like the last week of fucking eight weeks of keto mm. because he pushed it as hard as he could and reduced his protein intake to like thirty grams a day. Yeah. and he finally then got into keto. Mm. I mean, if you want to look at, at keto, and, and Josh was just following a low carbohydrate diet. Yeah, you look at the effects of of. Um, of too much carbohydrates in the diet being stored yeah. as triglycerides, the amount of storage in, in muscle glycogen, etc., yeah. etc. Et insulin resistance. Insulin resistance yeah. is yeah, of course. If you follow, which is what I do now, is a low carbohydrate diet. But yeah. The thing is, if you're eating a low carbohydrate diet, eating enough protein to sustain muscle and stop muscle catabolism, yeah, you're having your fats for energy still. Mm. It's going to work as a diet in, in a tool to lose weight as mm-hmm. long as you're in a calorie deficit. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is I was a massive advocate for, for intermittent fasting to lose weight. And mm-hmm. you know why that worked? Because I was in a calorie deficit. Mm-hmm. I was cutting out my first two meals of the day. Of course, yeah. if I cut out the first two meals of the day and I'm cutting <laughs> 1,500 calories. It's funny how that works. Of course, I've gone from <laughs> 5,000 calories to 3,000, 3,500 calories. Yeah. Okay, yeah, now maybe I'm back down to what my base calories should be or yeah. what they are. And that's the reason why I lost weight and why now I'm able to sit at a very stable body weight and not really fluctuate in terms of protein or fat uh, mm. not really sorry fluctuate too much in body fat mm. is because i'm 
missing those first two meals where I would normally have 1500 calories yeah and it, and it ties into what you know your piece of advice is don't overthink it mm. you know don't think about you know what is the best dieting method to help me get shredded or what is the best dieting method to help me make gains lean muscle gains fucking get into a caloric surplus or get into a caloric deficit however you need to get there whatever method you need to get there don't overthink your training and just that, enjoy the process that's the other thing man. as well is, is that people will go and they'll see Josh pushing keto yeah and then they'll go and start overthinking like oh, I'm in a keto diet yeah five, four out of five <clears> people <throat> I speak to or nine out of ten people I speak to aren't in keto because their protein yeah. is still way too high yeah so you're overthinking you're trying to do this thing you're trying to go and give the reasons for keto and stuff but you yeah. don't actually understand it because you're overthinking it too much exactly um, and this 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 kind of ties into to my piece of advice and it's a bit of a segue it's cool mm. how this has kind of worked out for our first podcast mm. in this way um, you know my one piece of advice fitness advice my primary piece of advice something that I've been pushing a lot recently is this IIFYL um, if it fits your lifestyle uh, thing that 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 I'm I'm a big advocate for and effectively w- what it means is that you need to find the training method the dieting method the supplementation regime that fits into your lifestyle and puts the least amount of uh, of stress and the least amount of uh, resistance on the lifestyle that you want to live because one thing that 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 i've noticed in you know I've, i've been in this industry now for almost 15 years is that the people who get the best results in their health and fitness journey are the people that are the most consistent over the longest period of time and the only way to be consistent over a long period of time is to find the diet the training the supplementation regime that fits into your lifestyle Mm. and this is kind of where we're you know this is why it's a great segue because you know you use you use boss josh as an example is his method of of the kind of intermittent fasting plus keto splice thing that he does the reason why it's been so successful for him is because it fits into his lifestyle Mm. you know he doesn't want to eat fucking breakfast first thing in the morning he doesn't need a lot of uh, a lot of carbohydrates during the day. Mm. Um, you know the way that he trains now fits into his lifestyle. And you're another great example. Mm. I mean, you know, you look at anybody who's who is successful in their health and fitness quest. They found the diet, the training regime, the supplementation regime that they are able to be consistent with over a long period of time. And but the quick, and just quickly, this yeah. ties back to my first case of yeah. overthinking. Is that people think that that their whatever article or whatever workout they read on on a website yeah. is going to be the b- next best exercise yeah. the Arnold Schwarzenegger fucking blueprint yeah. bloody um, Y3T training yeah. MI40 training yeah. every single pro bodybuilder has come out and brought out their new training regime yeah. but the thing is is they haven't stayed at a workout long enough which is what you were just saying before yeah. for it to actually reap benefits of it yeah. there's a reason that you're an IFBB pro because you've trained the day same in, way. day out the same way for fucking <laughs> for, well you've Forever. been training how you training for yeah. the last five years at least yeah so there's a reason that you've built your IFBB pro physique is that yeah you haven't been swapping from Arnold Schwarzenegger blueprint to, to the MI40 to Y3T yeah you found what works for your body you've worked out what what your body needs yeah um, you're not overthinking and thinking that some special workout is going to be the next best thing and it's going to miraculously build you fucking into an Arnold Schwarzenegger physique yeah so you've you've tailored what you want for your genetics. Yeah. You've tailored what you like for how you like to train as well. Yeah, um, which is another big thing: is fitting in your lifestyle. Is how do you like to train? What makes it enjoyable for the you? Thing, the thing with yeah. me is, um, 
I mean, I, I enjoyed powerlifting because I enjoy heavy lifting. Yeah. But I fucking hated the powerlifting training because it takes so long. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go doing fucking 10 sets of three in like three minutes between each set? It used to take me an hour to squat and then you used to have to do your accessory movements. Like, it used to take you two, two and a half hours to train. For real. And, and, it wasn't, and it wasn't fun. You didn't get a pump. You didn't fucking look good. You were just a fat shit. For real. So, I mean, stuff like that is I didn't want to go to training and I, that's why I couldn't, why I didn't do a, a powerlifting prep or anything because it was just so boring. And that's one thing that would be massively with me my whole life I guess as well and probably uh, part of my personality yeah. is if some, if I'm not enjoying something I don't I don't do it that's the thing no, when well, football you, stopped it, becoming enjoyable yeah. I stopped playing footy yeah. when landscaping stopped being enjoyable for me as a, as a chore of working out in the sun and the rain I stopped it yeah. so it's what works for your lifestyle and, and, if, and if that's the thing if you fucking just want big arms and you like enjoy training arms yeah. just go train the fucking arms every day and I, I think that, you know, I, I feel like both of these pieces of advice that we're giving in this in, in this uh, podcast today, man, that don't overthink, don't get to analysis paralysis and, and if it fits your lifestyle, I feel like this is kind of both pieces of the, 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 the both of these pieces of advice kind of naturally you you adopt them naturally the longer you spend in this health and fitness lifestyle mm. because you do you you fuck around you try a whole lot of different thing everyone goes through the analysis paralysis thing and overthinking and then at you know you you get to a point where you're like fuck like <laughs> i'm just i'm jumping between training program and dieting protocol and and you know you kind of this is kind of like where you end up and that's the thing though is as well is where where our um, culture is is, yeah. is especially the younger generation I mean even our generation is, is you look at guys on Instagram and yeah. you want that physique yesterday yeah. you want to look like fucking Jeremy Boyndina or your IFBB yeah. pro yesterday you want yeah. those fucking delt caps you want to look like Phil no, not everyone's like Phil Heath but yeah. you want to look like Chris Bumstead or whatever the fuck his name yeah. is you want to look like that and so everyone is out there just trying to trying to find, find the, shortcut. the shortcuts of that's what, what it is man what supplements what diet what um what training regime is going to uh, unfo- get it. Unfortunately, there is no shortcut. No, I mean, you you, you've, yeah. you've been training since you were 15. I've been training since yep. I was 15. I mean, yep. there's 35 years between us pretty much. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you just got to do what you enjoy. The thing is, I, I sucked at dieting mm-hmm. because I hated, I, I don't, I, I sucked at dieting because I don't enjoy eating veggies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've always known I don't enjoy mm-hmm. eating veggies. Mm-hmm. I like enjoy meat and I enjoy salad. I mean, that's that's what I enjoy. And so I've found out what diet fits your fits lifestyle. My lifestyle into yeah. my macros. I can't my, my with my physique. I can't eat carbs. My body hates carbs. I yeah. put on fat. I can still keep a relative amount of size with protein and fats, but my body with carbohydrates, I just store that as body fats in high amounts. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, I've found out what works for my lifestyle is a, is a low carbohydrate, but I can still eat a lot of calories and still maintain 100 kilos, 95 to 100 kilos mm-hmm. by cutting carbs out. Yeah. The other thing is as well is is I can't in my head is I, as I if I start following a calorie restricted diet or counting calories or weighing food it starts weighing on my mind way too much yeah if I know that for this day I've got to eat 250 grams of protein 200 grams of carbs and 75 grams of fat yeah and if you and I want to go out for dinner at Melt and eat peach on a Saturday night that shit will fucking play on my mind <laughs> Like, I'll be like, how the fuck does this fit into my macros? Like, what do I do? Like, and, it's, and it legit does freak me out. Yeah. Um, as well as with training, if if I know which which, which push pull split for me works well for me. Yeah. Because I'm still hitting everything a couple times a week. Like I've said to you before, when like you hit a bro split, so you hit chest, back, shoulders, legs, arms, side delts, fucking whatever you want to hit. On mm-hmm. in a, in a, you split up arms, but you you've got pretty much a six or seven day split with one day off. Yeah. Thing is with me is is and you know. Um, like if you, 
don't know, whatever. Like if you if we're working late one night and then we've got a seminar after work, yeah, and it gets to eight nine o'clock at night and you're just exhausted and the last thing you want to go to do is train. Mm-hmm. If you don't go and hit chess, it pushes you right out of, and that's where you miss that session for two weeks. Is you miss that session? It plays in my mind. I'm like, fuck, how do I make up for it? What do I do? And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to get small. And that's the things that use. I used to actually hyperventilate because if I fucked up my diet or trained, Mm -hmm. like probably three or four years ago, and now I just because of how my my training is, if I miss a day, it doesn't really matter too much because the next because I'm still hitting everything twice a week and. And it just, I don't know. And you're, you're, able, you're able to be consistent over a prolonged period of time, mm. which is really what the, the whole, I mean, it's what both of our pieces of fitness advice tie into. Don't overthink it mm. and find something that fits your lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. That's it. All right. I think we're going to flip the script now. Mm. We're going to move to the business part of this podcast. So we wanted to, 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 we've been getting a lot of questions recently about how to grow social media. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a lot of questions from business owners, um, both inside and outside of the health and fitness industry. Mm-hmm. And you've had a lot of questions from people who are, I guess, trying to be influencers. And chasing sponsorship, especially, because yeah. it comes through the sales <clears throat> inbox. Yeah. Um, people who are who are looking to be sponsored by Massive Joe's yeah. comes through the sales inbox, which I see. So yeah. I see their profile come through. And yeah. and the thing is, and I'm just going to kick it off here, but the, yeah, thing, is, the thing is, is you, you see a lot of guys come through and, and it, let's just say, I'm, I'm going to pick a name out here. Let's let's just say Josh. I would, let's just say Josh, for example. Let's pretend Josh was- We're bringing Bosch a lot into this podcast. I'm going to the big swallow bear. <clears throat> so swallow bait. Yep. Let's just say he's IFBB pro men's physique. Mm-hmm. Great, he's won the he's, he's IFBB Pro. He's fucking mm. he's he's won his national. He's like everything you've done. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is you go and look at his Instagram. He's got two hundred and twenty followers. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is, is is it doesn't make business sense mm-hmm. for us as massive Joes or mm-hmm. you as massive Joes to go and pay someone a thousand dollars a week or give him five hundred dollars worth of free subs mm-hmm. a month or or. Get he got, uh, outlay money, invest him, in invest him. in him to represent Massive Joe's, mm-hmm. when no one except for his twenty five high school buddies mm-hmm. who probably already know about Massive Joe's or may not even be interested in 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 the fitness industry, mm-hmm. his mum, his dad, his auntie, his uncle, his fucking dog's Instagram page <laughs> are his followers. <laughs> the thing is, is is. They might not, then that's not our target audience. Yeah. Our dog isn't his target audience. Is yeah. our, his grandma, his auntie may not necessarily be our target audience. The thing is, is how many people is he going to have influence over? So, and it leads into into the, the business part of this podcast. Your and my one piece of advice, key piece of advice to mm. grow your social media footprint or following or digital footprint or, or, or whatever, however you want to describe it. How do you grow your social media? Well, I, I think what's your What's your one piece of creating advice? Creating valuable content yep. for the consumer. Yep. So... We'll explain that a little bit. I mean... Like, how, how do you define value in content? I mean, it's, it's giving people... It's... What's the word? It's... It's enlightening people on what they want to know. It's mm-hmm. giving them information on what they want to know. But the, th- the thing is, in, in business sense, and, it, and it's the same as everybody, everyone's different though. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I might look at Massive Joe's because I want to watch the motivational workout clips. Mm-hmm. Joe Blow from New South Wales mm-hmm. might read it because he likes likes um, reading about the newest supplement that's out on the market. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Terry from... Texas mm-hmm. might watch, might follow Massive Joe's because he wants to know what the latest um, article is mm-hmm. on laxogenin or wants to know what the latest calorie counting article mm-hmm. is. Thing is, is 
not everyone. You, you okay? Massive Joe's has three hundred thousand odd followers, whatever. Mm-hmm. Not every single one of those is going to want to watch it for the same reasons. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to want different content. So mm-hmm. that, that's that's a big piece that I think that we found, especially, is you have to be able to hit people from all angles. If you're just putting up pictures of of every single picture on your on your feed is of the newer supplements out or yeah. whatever supplements out, that's going to get pretty boring after a while. Yeah. So it's about content that the the end consumer finds valuable. So would, so would you say that you know let's say that I'm I'm a, a business owner I own a particular business um, you know pick a business pick and throw something. No, I'm going to say this one because let's this, give this, let's give an actual example. I'm going okay, to give something an example of like a yeah. personal trainer. Yeah. Okay. So okay. If I'm so a let's personal say trainer and I've got a personal yeah. training business yeah. here in Adelaide. So how how would you define valuable content for that <coughs> personal trainer to be putting out? Value co- valuable content would. Be stuff about giving a reason for why they're doing certain things okay so why have you got mary doing doing front squats yeah barbell front squats yeah instead of using a leg press yeah. or why have you got her doing fucking sit-ups using a med ball instead mm-hmm. of on a incline bench or mm-hmm. i mean they're just stupid examples mm-hmm. but but why do you get your clients to do certain things what's mm-hmm. the benefits of doing this if, if you're a nutritionist, what's the benefit of getting your diet, your of doing a hormonal profile on your clients? How are mm-hmm. you setting yourself apart from mm-hmm. the competition? Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm a personal trainer and all I'm doing is putting up s- fucking self, topless selfies at the local gym, mm-hmm. I mean, that's not really showing your followers that you know about your industry or know what you're doing. Well, it's not It's not valuable to... It's, it's probably valuable to somebody who's looking for topless photos. Yeah. But I think that... See, now we're kind of... We're kind of... Yeah, and that's the thing. Is that is that who you're targeting that's right so i think the first thing that you need to do is you need to figure out who your target audience is mm. right that's that's step one figure yeah. out who who is your target audience who is your target market who are you trying to appeal to with your social media profile or profiles or platforms mm. once you've figured out who that target audience is then you need to decide what they find valuable mm. in terms of content and then you need to create content that fits that value profile. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's one thing that really irks me. Yeah, is is let's just say like a, a young, attractive, twenty-five-year-old female mm-hmm. who posts a picture in her lingerie in her bedroom. Yeah, I mean the thing is, and she's trying to build her personal training business. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you doing this like? How how is this going to get you more clients? What's well, going to get you more likes? Is it going to get? Yeah, it's going to get you. Yeah, but from who? From, <laughs> and possibly, from, possibly more followers from fifty-year-old dudes who are just fucking looking, wanting to That's feel right. young again, and looking at a twenty-five-year-old yeah. attractive yeah. girl. Yeah, I mean, is that going to get the the young girl down the street? Yeah, who is whose gym is your local gym? Is yeah. that going to get her to come join up with you? Like, yeah. you know, maybe if you're telling her like certain different ways to diet or why this exercise is good to build her bum or her booty or mm. or why is eating blueberries good for her immune system or mm-hmm. show her that you know about your industry and what you're doing and i think that this is uh, but, that, but let's just say though that's different though I, I do see the reason why some girls do post those lingerie pictures though mm-hmm. is if they have an ambassador if they're at that stage mm-hmm. where they've got where they're an influencer for that company mm-hmm. So don't don't get those two confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and another thing that I want to kind of just pull on here, man, is I think a lot of people with social media. So let's go back to this personal trainer um, example that we were using. Focus too much on the numbers. Mm. 
they focus on the number of followers they focus on the number of likes they're like shit man why don't i have ten thousand followers how come i'm not getting a thousand likes per photo and that's their fo- they focus on the numbers and what that focus then causes them to do is start producing invaluable content to their target audience but content that's going to increase their number of followers and increase their number of likes and i think that that focus is incorrect Hmm. i feel like the, the, the focus needs to be not on the numbers but on the value i mean that's the thing is is would you rather have 100 followers and 80 of them engage in your content yeah 80 of them actively seek you out i mean that's a fucking high high percentage which probably not right but yeah the 80 out of the 100 people constantly look at your your captions they read what you're saying do they watch what exercises you're saying to do do they read what diets you're saying or what foods you should eat or what foods you stay away from yeah compared to somebody who has fifty thousand followers and only 20 people read what they're saying i mean fuck that's and this this is really where it comes down to to influence Mm. you know there's a big difference between a digital footprint and being able to influence in the social media realm yeah you can can have you can have a million followers on instagram Mm. but if they're following you for the wrong reasons your influence is very limited Mm. so there's a there's a big distinction but then then what i want to say is then you get to that next step where you've got fifty thousand followers yeah and you're posting pictures in your underwear yeah but you're getting paid a thousand dollars a post to post that because you've got engagement with your yeah with your um followers yeah so there's two very there's two very different scenarios we've got here yeah the thing is if you're looking to build your profile and build your business from the ground yeah is you need to start by giving that valuable that content. valuable content to begin with and then like my piece of advice in, in in this regard is once you've kind of set that up once you've set up the target audience and you figured out what they find valuable and you're producing the the valuable content my piece of advice is to produce that content frequently mm. so one thing that i see a lot of people mess up with their social media is they spend they spend too much time and effort in one piece of content mm. and miss the opportunity to produce frequent content. I mean, I, th- I think a lot of people think that they, I, and I'm guilty of this myself, yeah. is I'm constantly wanting to put out high-quality content. Correct. But I probably let my that affect my... It can suffocate you, yeah, man. And it, ha- and it does. That's yeah. the thing is I am yeah. that critical of the posts I put up and yeah. the po- photos I put up yeah. that I don't end up don't posting. This is the thing, man, is is humans, as humans, we are wired on a 24-hour cycle, mm. right? We sleep every 24 hours most of the time. Mm. We, uh, we shit every 24 hours. We eat breakfast every 24 hours. Like, we are, we are wired on, on, on a day-to-day basis. Mm. And what we're seeing now is a lot of these social media platforms are, are, are tapping into that. You know, Snapchat is only up for 24 hours. Mm. Instagram Story, up for 24 hours. Mm. You know, a lot of these social media platforms are now tying into that human habitual instinct and habitual nature where, you know, if we can... And, and this, is, this is completely by design. Snapchat are trying to get into your daily routine. Mm. So they know if they only keep a post up for 24 hours, they're forcing you to check Snapchat every 24 hours and you're going to build that into your daily routine. Instagram story is the same. They're going to build checking Instagram story into your daily routine. Mm. If shit's going to be up for more than 24 hours, eh, I'll leave it till the weekend when I've got more time. Mm. But if you're forced to build that into your 24-hour habit, I mean, this is by design. Mm. And then as a social media creator, 
your biggest advantage is to play into that design. Mm. So in my personal opinion, if you're not publishing content on a 24-hour basis and trying to get your content into people's habitual consumption routine, you're really missing out on an opportunity there. Is that old saying, out of sight, out of mind? Absolutely. Well. If, you, yeah. if you're not there at the forefront of your consumer's mindset and attention and attention yeah well their attention is going to go elsewhere absolutely and if people are paying attention on a 24-hour cycle you need to be producing content on a 24-hour cycle so i mean let's go back to a personal trainer if yep. joseph mental personal training is posting once every two weeks of, yep. of a fucking video of him doing his chest press mm-hmm. compared to steve's fucking strength seminars who's posting every single day and posting tips mm-hmm. people are going to follow steve's strength seminar and not going to follow joe's training because he's not posting frequently 100%. And, then, and if they go oh i need to think of a personal trainer i want to increase my strength training yeah. they're going to go and think of me because they i'm in their front of their mind i'm i'm there in their mind every single day mm-hmm. i've got their attention mm-hmm. so that's where people are going to go to absolutely um as well, I mean, even even myself from from looking at what I do, and I know you're the same as well. Is is if you have a look at your analytics a lot, is, yeah. is I mean, your engagement is that much more when you post frequently. Of course, I it mean, is, and and your page visits. Yep. I mean, especially obviously, if if you're posting more often, your page yep. visits are going to be up. Even things as much as your Instagram story. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, there's a fine line between too much and too little. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you, if I don't post something on my Instagram story for a couple of days, mm-hmm. I must get pushed right back down in the line. Of course. But if, but if I'm posting sort of five or six stories a day, I find that's about good for me for anywhere from five to ten Instagram stories a yeah. day. Yeah. My numbers are real high on my ins- on my storage use, and they're up at the highest. Whereas if I don't post for a few days, they'll cut back to almost half. And I post a story just out of the blue. Yeah, my views over twenty four hours will be half of what they normally are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I get from a lot of people when I when I tell them this, when I tell them, you know, you need you need to be posting something on the social media platforms that you play in every twenty four hours. They, you know, their response to me is like, man, I can't, like, I can't create content that quickly. I mm. can't create that volume of content. Mm. And, you know, my response to that is don't focus so much on creating, focus on documenting. Yeah. Right. So, you know, there's, 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 once again, there's a fine line between actually creating valuable content and documenting valuable content. Let's go back to the personal trainer, right? Mm. The personal trainer is in the gym fucking every single day Mm. for you know let's say eight to ten hours a day there's a lot of stuff that you can document in your day-to-day activity that people are going to find valuable Mm. right so a lot of people i think and it comes back to the suffocating principle that we were discussing Mm. is they focus too much on creating you know valuable content and creating high quality valuable content and not enough focus on actually just getting content out there but especially stuff like a personal trainer it's so easy to document your days yeah get a get a video of jenny doing her squats yeah. get a photo of phil doing his battle ropes yeah um show you anything your meals you'll create people want to see what you're doing yeah you're a personal trainer you're meant to be living the life yeah i mean it doesn't happen a lot in industry but as a personal trainer you're meant to be setting the standard yeah what are you eating for breakfast what are you eating for lunch what bcaa's are you consuming today what protein Mm -hmm. are you consuming today Mm -hmm. what does your personal workout look like Mm -hmm. 
what shoes are you wearing for your workout? Fuck, mm. There's so many things you can document during the day. It's, it's crazy. And you got to remember as well, like when, we, when we've spoken about creating valuable content and the way that we define that value is is figuring out who your target audience is and then, and then determining what they find valuable. Mm. You got to remember that social media, like people are not expecting to sit down and scroll through Instagram and see a fucking Steven Spielberg production. No. Right? So the expectation of, of what we consider valuable is much less uh, through social media than it is when we go to the cinema and watch a movie. And, it's, and it's, that's the thing is it's so easy to document. If, yeah. if you've got a landscaping business, yeah. I mean, I can use this because I used to be a landscaper, yeah. but if, if you're a landscaping business, show the before picture. Show yeah. you when you've dug out fucking the dirt. Show mm. when you've put down fresh dirt. Show when you've put plants in. Show when you put the irrigation in. Show when you've done the brick edging. Show when you've laid the lawn. Mm-hmm. Show when you put the mulch in. Document your entire job. Yeah. And people will see at the end. I mean, everyone's got a house. Everyone... Your target audience is everyone. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone lives in a house. Mm-hmm. Everyone has to mow their lawn. Yeah. No matter who you are, yeah. unless you live in an apartment complex, but everyone has a garden bed. Yeah. Everyone at some stage is going to need some work done on their house. Yeah. So everyone is your target audience. That's the thing. Absolutely. Um, and, but that's the same as every single business as well. Is, is there something you can document in every business? And don't, don't, so don't get suffocated by the, the, uh, illusion of having to create really high quality content for that content to be valuable some of the most valuable content i've consumed Mm. the quality of it has been shit Mm. but the actual the actual message in the content was incredibly valuable to Mm. me you know like a lot of the 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 i don't i don't consume a lot of social media content because i spend so much time creating this shit Mm. but the social media content that i do consume i mean like a few examples pop into my head right now of some some social media based content that I have found incredibly value o- valuable over the last four or five years. Mm. The quality of it has been shit. Like it was well, a shaky, like a shaky, yeah. a YouTube video with a shaky camera with crap audio. But the message was incredibly valuable to me. And if that person didn't decide to put that out because oh nah, you know the camera's not in focus and it's not zoomed in the right place and the audio is not great, and they made the conscious decision not to put that out, I would never have consumed it and I would never have attained value from that. The thing is nowadays when you've got an iPhone X with the fucking quality well, content's of the camera, gotta be great. <laughs> on that, you know what I'm saying? You can go to cheapest chips and get a three dollar fucking tripod. Yeah. That you can attach your phone to if you're worried about shaky hands. Yeah. Hit, hit the fucking self timer button, but yeah. you stand there. It's not that hard to t- hit sit there with a the tripod and fucking use a remote control so you're not touching the fucking yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, there's so many things ways that you can do it. I mean there's so many ways that, that any business can do it and and in that in that way as well you can generate sales for your business. I mean if you've got a clothing business, post about the new apparel you've got coming in. Yeah. Post about the new clothing you've got coming in, the new shoes you've just got in, mm. what's coming soon. Mm. As soon as something launches, put on your Instagram story, buddy, put the new product in there, put a link, swipe up to buy it. It takes mm. you straight to your landing page on your Facebook, on your, sorry, website where they can buy it. Mm. I mean, there's just so many ways that you can increase your social media and in turn increase your sales to your business. And I, and I think this is, you know, really to kind of distill out this this whole conversation that we've had. And we can, we can almost kind of take our two pieces of advice and even combine them together. Mm. I think it kind of comes down to, you know, if you're looking to grow your social media, whether it's from a business perspective or a personal branding perspective, or you want to become a sponsored athlete or an influencer or whatever, it really comes down to documenting valuable content. So figure out who your target audience is, figure out what it is they find valuable, focus on documenting, not creating, don't get too concerned with the numbers, just focus on actually adding value, Mm. 
and then do it frequently. And that's the, that's the thing is when you're doing it frequently, and um, we, um, we probably skipped over a little bit this, but your posts when we're creating valuable content, yeah. as well as giving information, yeah. which is what we sort of talked about before, yeah. but they have to they have to be about what you want to do. Yeah. They have to relate back to what your goal is. Well, and that comes down to defining your target audience. Exactly. If you yeah. want to, if you want to be a bikini sports, or if you want to be a fucking bikini model, yeah. Look, you're going to have to fucking go to the beach and take photos in a bikini. There's yeah. no point putting a picture of your dog laying asleep on your bed because yeah. that's not going to be achieving what you want to achieve. Yeah. No point post. Well, I mean, there is because you're showing that you've got a bit of fucking depth to you. Yeah. But the thing is, if if you want to be whatever you want to be a, a world's best landscaper you're going to have to go and post some photos of your landscaping jobs mm. Mm. you have to make sure that the, the, the valuable content are reaching your goals and, and reaching the people that you want to try and target mm. and I think you know at the end of the day just fucking do it yeah like the, the you know the scary thing is is a bunch of people are going to listen to this podcast and go yeah you know that's that's great social media advice but mm. then actually not do anything yeah. about it <laughs> like we, we're literally giving you the blueprint here guys we're giving you all the information you need to go and grow your social media so you know the thing f- is if you just, don't start just it, it, answer it, those questions that we've been through who's your target audience what do they find valuable how am i going to document valuable content what's my schedule going to be to be posting at least once every 24 hours once you've figured that out go and fucking do it because mm. the thing is if you don't do it you're going to be sitting in exactly the same place in three months time six months time 12 months time 100 percent. thinking well fuck how am i going to do it well if you did it 12 months previously yeah. you're going to be that much further ahead than most definitely than, than anyone else who hasn't started most definitely i think that's a good place to wrap it up big neve mm. for our very first edition of the massive joe's show once again we probably could keep talking for another half an hour. i know <laughs> we were like <laughs> we're gonna keep these podcasts to about 30 minutes we've done this one for almost 45 yeah. we're like fuck we might need to do a two or three hour podcast mm. but that's a wrap for the very first edition of the massive joe's show fitness times business that was good, Neve. Mm. I don't mind this uh, this 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 new um, uh, platform. There you go. This voice platform. It's already taking this, the length of a weekly word just to be this, able to. This audio platform. No, it's good. Mm. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? If you got any, uh, where? How are we going to be broadcasting this? It's gone on all the all the podcast platforms. It's gone on Spotify. It's gone on iTunes. It's gone on Stitcher. It's gone on SoundCloud. It's gone on right, well, fucking. Look, if you want to, it's probably going on podcast apps that don't yet exist. What I'm going, what I'm trying to get at here is, yeah. if, if you do want to, if there is a topic that you want us to discuss, yeah, hit up myself or Joseph on um, on Instagram, or hit up the massive Joe's Instagram, hit up Joe personally on Instagram, yeah. hit up me personally on Instagram, hit or us up on Snapchat, Snapchat, wherever you want. To, the YouTube, the Facebook, emails. We both got emails in there. everywhere. Sales at you got it. We're easy to find. Just hit us up. If you've got any topics you want us to discuss, we'll just make a list. If there's anything you want us to go in depth about that you've heard us talk about before or there's something that you want us to talk about or something yeah. you're interested in or hear our opinion on, yeah, um, yeah, just leave, leave a note, leave a message, and we'll add it to the list. That's a wrap. Until next time, where we're coming to and from, Neve. Massivejoes.com. Stay massive.